Molecular Structure of Nucleic Acids Watson and Creek Nature 1953 A Structure for Deoxyribose Nucleic Acids We wish to suggest a structure for the salt of deoxyribose nucleic acids, DNA. This structure has novel features which are of considerable biological interest. A structure for nucleic acids has already been proposed by Pauling and Conray. They kindly made their manuscript available to us in advance of publication. Their model consists of three intertwined chains, with the force fades near the fiber axis and the base on the outside. In our opinion, this structure is unsatisfactory for two reasons. First, we believe that the material which gives the X-ray diagrams is the salt, not the free acid. Without the acid hydrogen atoms, it's not clear what forces would hold the structure together, especially as the negatively charged phosphates near the axis will repel each other. Second, some of the van der Waals distances appear to be too small. Another three-chain structure has also been suggested by Fraser in the press. In his model, the phosphates are on the outside and the bases on the inside, linked together by hydrogen bonds. This structure, as described, is rather ill-defined and for this reason we shall not comment on it. We wish to put forward a radically different structure for the salt of deoxyribose nucleic acid. This structure has two helical chains, each coiled around the same axis. We have made the usual chemical assumptions, namely that each chain consists of phosphate diester groups joining beta-D deoxyribofurose residues with three first five first linkages. The two chains, but not their bases, are related by a dyad perpendicular to the fiber axis. Both chains follow right-handed helices, but owing to the dyad, the sequences of the atoms in the two chains run in opposite directions. Each chain loosely resembles Furberger's model number one. That is, the bases are on the inside of the helix and the phosphates on the outside. The conformation of the sugar and the atoms near it is close to Furberg's standard conformation, the sugar being roughly perpendicular on the attached base. There is a residue on each chain every 3.4 Armstrong in the Z direction. We have assumed an angle of 36 grade between adjacent residues in the same chain so that their structure repeats after 10 residues on each chain, that is after 34 Armstrong. The distance of phosphorus atom from the fiber axis is 10 Armstrong. As the phosphorates are on the outside, cations have easy access to them. The structure is an open one and the water content is rather high. At lower water contents, we would expect the bases to tilt so that the structure could become more compact. The novel feature of the structure is the manner in which two chains 
are held together by the purine and pyrimidine bases. The planes on the bases are perpendicular to the fiber axis. They are joined together in pairs. A single base from one chain being hydrogen bonded to a single base from the other chain so that the two lie side by side with identical z-coordinates. One of the pair must be a purine and the other a pyrimidine for bonding to occur. The hydrogen bonds are made as follows. Purine position 1 to pyrimidine position 1. Purine position 6 to pyrimidine position 6. If it's assumed that the bases only occur in the structure in the most plausible tautomeric forms, that is, with the keto rather than the enol configurations, it is found that the only specific pairs of the bases can bond together. These pairs are adenine purine with a trimethine pyrimidine and a guanine purine with a cytosine pyrimidine. In other words, if an adenine forms one member of a pair on either chain, then on these assumptions the other member must be a timing, similarly for guanine and cytosine. The sequence of bases on a single chain does not appear to be restricted in any way. However, if only specific pairs of bases can be formed, it follows that if the sequence of bases on one chain is given, then the sequence of the other chain is automatically determined. It has been found experimentally that the ratio of the amounts of adenine to thymine and the ratio of guanine to cytosine are always very close to unity for deoxyribose nucleic acid. It is probably impossible to build this structure with ribose sugar in place of deoxyribose, as the extra oxygen atom would make too close a van der Waals contact. The previously published X-ray data on deoxyribose nucleic acid are insufficient for a rigorous test of our structure. So far, as we can tell, it is roughly compatible with the experimental data but it must be regarded as improving until it has been checked against more exact results. Some of these are given in the following communications. We were not aware of the details of the results presented there when we devised our structure, which rests mainly, though not entirely, on published experimental data and stereochemical arguments. It has not escaped our notice that the specific pairing we have postulated immediately suggests a possible copying mechanism for the genetic material. Full details of the structure, including the conditions assumed in building it together with a set of coordinates for the atoms will be published elsewhere.